when last we left Missy, she was outside of a building about to head her way down to talk to Abishai. Uh, Abishai, what is this building Missy is out front of? What is the general surroundings of the area? Places that she would go when she would have to have a conversation with him that was probably, well, if there were any predetermined modus operandi for getting a meeting, I imagine Missy would have followed, but... Yeah, she probably went through, uh, I can't even remember the top of the name, of, off the top of my head, the name of his assistant, but he typically does his meetings in the basement of the uh, local internet service provider, down in a room full of servers. Does Missy meet with somebody before going down there, or does she just have, like, a key back door? Uh, what is her walk like to get to Abishai? Well, it's as in, it's in his domain, so it's mm-hmm. not a nicer part of town. It's not really the slums. It's the industrial district. So probably not very well lit, middle of the night. So, you know, not the safest place to be. But then again, most people know that this is Abishai's turf, so nothing really bad's going to happen. Uh, as far as getting down there, Whoever's working security at the uh, front of the desk would know about the meeting being set up, so she would just have to show up and go down to the basement. Is Keith allowed to come in or no, because he's just my ghoul? You sent Keith off to go take care of something else. Oh, did I send Keith off? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was by myself or not. Okay. So I am by myself. Oh, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Don't know me. This was your idea. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, it's fine. I'll be okay. It'll be fine. Let me just walk into this creepy building in the industrial district of Springfield at night in the dark by myself, knowing what I know and why I'm here. This Controlled is by somebody that is of mixed opinions about you and your friends. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that yeah. is true. That is true. I don't, I don't see how this could go wrong anything. at all. I just can't. This is going to be just fine. I mean, you guys are now controlling part of what I consider my turf, so. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when I pissed off the prince, I lost turf, and she gave it to Jimmy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Funny how that works uh, out. Okay. Wow. All right. So, yeah, she's going to go in, and she'll, you know, go through the assistant and make her way down the to the basement. I assume a lot of uh, metal stairs and echoey. Oh, definitely. Musty, dark, damp, basementy. But then uh, there's a room full of servers, right? Like it's a nice enclosed room. It's probably the cleanest, nicest place in this yep. whole building. Clean and cold. Not that we would really notice that part, but yeah. yeah. Huh? So yeah. So once you cross that threshold, it's like you're in a whole new building now. This is completely different than everything Missy's walked through. And uh, so, yeah, she'll walk into that room and she'll look around to see, because it's rows of servers, where is Abishai? Uh, There is a desk down there for doing maintenance and he's sitting there. Okay. So she'll walk up to the desk. Are there chairs there to sit down? Yeah, there'll be another chair down there because he does, this is his typical public meeting place. So His, His throne room. Okay. So she'll stand and she'll do a, a slight bow and she'll, you know, good evening. 
Baron Abishai. She's going to be very respectful, and she'll wait until she's invited to sit down. What are these two people wearing in general descriptions? Just because it's been a while since we've seen Baron Abishai. Yeah, describe Baron Abishai. Well, I, in one of the original things I put out, the Abishai might be the inspiration for Slenderman. He's exceptionally tall, but his, it's because his limbs are oversized, he is very pale, almost featureless face. Uh, he does have black hair, which kind of throws him off, but when you only see him at night, that kind of mixes in. Uh, he typically wears a obviously tailored suit to fit his frame. Uh, tonight he's wearing a black suit with a gray shirt and a red tie. Uh, Missy is wearing, uh, what she normally wears for her duties, uh, when she's doing stuff for the Camarilla. It's a nice, uh, like a business pants low heel blazer white blouse uh more in may so yeah uh yeah that's it her hair is like shoulder length it's very nice neat straight not much to it but she still has the black eyeliner that's pretty heavy on there and she has the the a dark dark red lipstick on just so she can look kind of professional a little more grown up than how she normally appears um as far as body type like she's you know like five four she's kind of small short she looks very like a teenage girl childlike um but she's trying to like age herself up as much as she can by dressing like a professional adult uh, but if he invites her to sit she'll she'll take a seat at the chair and uh uh yeah he would say you know hello miss gray have a seat what can we do for you tonight well i'm here on business for the prince we are taking a census i'd need to know uh i need a list of all your kindred in your territory and i'm going around to each uh, baron in order to get that information well i can provide you with that but I do have to ask, why are we doing this? Does the prince think I have unauthorized kindred in my territory, or is there something else I should know about? It's been a while since we've done a census, and the prince just would like to get an idea of how many kindred are in the city currently. Well, this shouldn't be a problem. I'm just a little wary of prince's activities in my territory we are not we are not on the best of terms you know well by providing this list maybe it'll go forward into repairing that bridge perhaps but uh yeah i'll get you the information you need i need it um i have and to report back before dawn with the census let me uh contact amanda she'll have this info available and I'll have it to you in just a matter of minutes. Perfect. And he will get on the computer and like send an instant message or something like that to get the message back. Mm -hmm. Now, Abishai, you are not exactly a person that just kind of sits idle or remains ignorant of things. Uh, would you like to ask me any questions about things that you would have known about in your domain? I mean, yeah, because he would 
definitely be trying to keep tabs on everything, especially, you know, the, the Coterie's turf, since he considers part of it his turf. And, you know, being a Nosferatu, he wants to know everything that's happening anyway, so. Yeah, they do like that. So, you know, he's trying to think over what he's heard, and does he have any clue what she might be wanting this info for, other than just the prince wanting to annoy him? Cool. Um, let's try to think about how to do this, because, like, obviously you don't have a character sheet or anything like that for uh, potent NPCs that are out there. Um, just roll me, like, eight dice. See what I can do to answer some of those questions. So some things that you may have picked up through your various networks and spies and little whisper friends. There have been a couple of rumors that Abishai has probably heard of involving people that have gone missing or otherwise uh, been kind of like not visible. Uh, not in like the obfuscate way, but like, hey, they haven't seen this guy in a while, or they haven't seen this other kindred for a little bit. Which isn't something that doesn't necessarily not happen all of the time. Uh, with your interest and fascination with what was, or technically in your eyes, should still be your turf, uh, there was a recent rather violent escalation in their territory recently where uh, a bunch of Russians went ahead and shot up the place. Uh, which, you know, some of those people are now dead. Um, I'm trying to think what other super GCP bit of information I could give you. Uh, Given where we have released up to until now, uh, is there something that you would like to know? I mean, the biggest thing that popped into my head is, has he heard about the rumor of the hunters in town? I know Art's been playing that pretty close to his chest, but he has used some NOS network stuff to get info. Uh, I would not be surprised if Abishai did not suspect Art was up to something, because he did go through NOS connections to contact people outside of the city. The exact details of that, I don't know if he would know unless he's willing. Is he willing to snoop deeper on another Nosferatu's business? I think that's what it comes down to. Like maybe, yeah, he knows he made a call to somebody outside of the city, but would he be willing to to pay for the juicier information of what that conversation may have been about? Well, he likes art the best of the coterie, so he would probably not dig into his stuff, hoping that art would come to him if he had something particular important. So I don't think he would have dug into what art was doing other than just kind of keep a side eye on what's going on over there because art's up to something. But I don't think he would know any details. Sure. Uh, so yeah, you would then know that Art has made contact with some people outside of the city through the NOS network. Um, what exactly that's in reference to, I don't think that he would know. Um, do you think that Abishai has strong connections with Sullivan, the guy who passes himself off as 
uh, Nosferatu. I would think he would, because he does try to keep tabs on all the Nos in town. So whether it's really tight connection, I don't know, but he definitely knows of him and, you know, kind of keeps tabs on him. Sure. Would he pay him for information that is juicy? Oh, definitely. If he thinks he knows something, he would okay. pay him for tidbits. In that case, I think that from Sullivan, something about uh, hunters has crossed your desk and that there is suspected hunter activity in the city. Not necessarily specifically where, but just in the city. Um, okay. Because I feel like Sullivan, as a air quotes Nosferatu, uh, he would probably do it in part of keeping up his appearances, in part to keep up everything else around that. And, you know, who knows what else Sullivan is up to? I don't. Yeah. So I'll let you do with that information whatever you want. So he's going to kind of lean back in the chair and says, uh, you know, I'll have that info for you in a moment. Uh, I hear there's a rumor of some kind getting a little uppity out there and causing problems. Does this have anything to do with that? She'll pause and then she'll put a smile on. I was just asked by the prince to gather a census. There's the possibility that perhaps a, a baron or two can get Claire to do another embrace to increase their, you know, power within the city. I will also interrupt quickly that if you want to invent uh, or make the statement that some kindred have gone missing in your domain, you are welcome to do so. You are also welcome to lie about the number of kindred in your domain in an attempt to, you know, pull one over on people. Uh, just to, you know, make sure you're aware of how much freedom you have in this situation. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of whether he's ever even given an accurate census in the time that he's been here, or does he always keep a few? Uh, does he sandbag it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is one of those things, right? Like, if you sandbag it and they, those people are found out to be here, they're now, uh, they have no hospitality, they are here illegally, and would probably become murdered. Yeah, he would, you know, people he considers important in his domain, he would put on there, but it's never a bad idea to have a couple of young vampires as sacrificial lambs. Just start making vampires and dump them off and he can get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And being into the secret side of things, I don't know if there's any in town, but other... If there is a Diabarist in town, he can arrange cheap meals. That's actually something that's been in the back of my mind about this character that's never really come into play. Oh, dear. So, as far as there being a Diabarist in town, there is at least one with an asterisk on it that you are aware of, because um, I don't remember her last name. Emma something, she is a Toreador, but rumors surround her that she was previously a Thinblood. And uh, 
that if a thin blood diabolizes a full vampire, a proper kindred, uh, they take up that kindred's clan and stuff. Um, but you know, it diablery is diablery, so yeah, it's not something he promotes, but if it can get him a good deal. But, you know, mechanically, like, in the game, that's what happens if a Thin Blood does a little forbidden suck, but uh, there's also a rumor about that particular kindred in the city. A, a strongly suspected rumor that it may have been authorized for them to do that, but at the same time, you know, getting back out of the way. So, just for plot purposes, I'm going to say there are a couple people in his domain that he hasn't seen or heard from in a little bit. He's not excessively worried about it at this point in time. But, you know, there are some people that are a little off the radar at the moment. As Nosferatu, being off the radar is part of what they do. But That's why he's not particularly worried at the moment, but, you know. Would these be people that would be counted on a true census? Or are these some of your other agents? I'm going to say, yeah, he's missing two of his acknowledged residents. Okay. Just, you know, fuel for the fire. Yeah, you can do it what you want. They can be off doing NOS stuff or they can be dead. You guys are free to continue with however you want with the rest of that conversation yeah no missy last spoke said, just saying she wanted the the prince wanted the census and there may be an opportunity for a baron or two to be able to embrace and increase their population but he can totally try to make a check to see if i'm withholding or lying or i mean he would definitely try and Figure out if you're lying or not, but I got no idea what he would roll. Oh. Pick a number in the... How wits and insighty do you think that he is? <laughs> you know, way back when we started this, I started making a character sheet for him just to put it in my head, but I've forgotten anything I put on that thing as far as numbers go. It doesn't really matter. We could also, uh, if Missy wants to roll... Your, I guess, composure and subterfuge, or unless you got a manipulation, manipulation, better. manipulation and subterfuge. Sure, happy to have it. And then we can base it off of uh, oh. the results of her role. Oh yeah, I think I got a clue that you ain't being <laughs> forthright with me. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a that's a big <laughs> goose egg. That's the biggest goose egg. Uh-huh. He's distrustful of people anyway. Of course he could sniff out I'm lying. Come on. Not lying, but omitting. I think... Well, how's he going to get it out of me? In addition to that, Abishai, you will probably have noticed, because you've been around a long time, that she has all of the hallmarks of somebody who is very hungry and very distracted by it. I had forgotten you were on three hunger. Yeah. So he'll look at her and go, look, Miss Gray, I can tell you're not being completely honest with me. 
so what if I was to offer you a little bit of a, I guess we'd call it a snack to uh, ease your tensions and maybe you'll be a little more relaxed and willing to talk. She's going to bust out laughing. <laughs> you, you, I'm supposed to spill the beans for a bag of blood? People have done more for less. <laughs> yes, well, I don't need the prince to decide to uh, you know, stake me for the next five decades either. What the prince doesn't you. know won't hurt you. I'm just going to think about that one. Is there any benefit to telling Abishai the real reason? I mean, you have to consider, she's a Camarilla prince with, what, five um, barons running around in her town? Do you really mm -hmm. think she knows half of what's going on? She'll consider the words. <clears throat> Baron Abishai, if I were to tell you the real reason that we are taking the sense, and the prince were to find out. It could mean the end of me, and it could also be very bad for Jimmy. So I'm just not quite sure the incentive. I can get a snack when I leave here. It's true, but, you know, there's always a chance of something going wrong when you're hunting on your own. Even as skilled as you may be, I can make it quick and easy. And as far as Jimmy, I don't really care. Can you wits and insight me, uh, Choop? Wits and insight me? Uh-huh. Wow. Well, it's better. <laughs> it's not a goose egg. It's a one. <laughs> All right. Well, I was oh. curious on as to whether or not Abishai truly meant that, but mm -hmm. if your dice are being terrible, I'm not sure there's, <laughs> there's much on a one that I can really... I uh, know. Yeah. Force into the situation. Okay, I, I would love to do something to, like, you know, be shitty, like screw Jimmy over, but I also don't want to do anything that's going to get me killed by the Camarilla. So, kind of in the middle there. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to make a roll just for myself. She'll lean back in the chair. All right. Abishai, this is what I'm willing to do. I will let you know what's going on because I think that the treatment you've received from the Camarilla has not been truly fair. So I'll, I'll let you know what's going on. But if it comes out that you found out, if anybody learns that you found out, they can never learn how you found out. And I will always deny well, I'm pretty good at keeping secrets. Yes, like art is. Yeah. Um, but I don't want the snack. That's your choice. But I would like a favor from you in the future. I'm sure we can reach an accommodation. What are you thinking? I'm thinking whatever I ask, you'll do. That's a favor. Between friends, right? Okay, that'll work. Yes, it is due to the rumors of hunters in the city. There are some missing, and we just want a population count right now. 
just to see if there are any more missing than what we already know. Well, that makes sense. I don't understand why they're trying to be so secretive about it. Well, don't want to cause a panic. Don't want to upset think people. I think they'll be more upset when their friends die and nobody told them to be on the lookout. Well, they are only rumors and kindred go missing quite often for other reasons besides hunters. Yeah, that's true. So why cause a panic if it's not a true situation? And we're working on that. The Camarilla, the Prince, Art, Jimmy, Coco, I, we're working on discovering if it's a true or not. And we're going to take care of the situation. Well, if I happen to hear anything, I'll let you know. She'll raise her eyebrows. I would appreciate that. You do have my number to contact me, correct? Oh, yes. And I have yours, so I can contact you in the future for that favor. Very well. Um, is there any other small talk before we get that information? Yeah. Any other questions? I mean, he would ask how Art and Coco are doing, you know, particularly, you know, ask how's, what's Art been up to these days? I haven't seen him lately. Uh, well, Art doesn't hide. I don't ever truly know what Art is up to. Been kind of busy with my own dealings. Uh, but I guess he's uh, really taken an interest in trying to find out if the hunters in town is, uh, you know, a real situation or not and you know he's really worked hard to get that nightclub put together so coco and jimmy can it's i don't know somewhat successful i guess from what i've seen it looks to be successful at least for a city of this size and other than that uh you know he'll get you the list of names and that's pretty much all i've got unless you got something else for me I imagine you get a email back from your assistant, Amanda, about the list that you asked for. Is there anything that you want to do uh, to that list before you hand it over? For example, is this where you would Amanda have gotten you the list with your agents on it, the unofficial kindred in the city? Or would she have just gotten you the acknowledged kindred? She probably sent the whole list since I didn't spend a lot of time telling her to edit it. So I'll give it a quick once over and make a couple deletions. Oh, okay. Scandalous. Scandalous. Are you deleting people that are still alive? Yes. Are you deleting people that are still alive that you intend on killing that are within your domain? I mean, this is an easy chance, so probably. <gasps> Roughly, how many people are you saying that you are short? Well, we've never really established the amount of vampires in this town, so I'm going to say probably only like two. Okay. So you have two of your un, uh, unofficial agents that are missing, and in addition to that, two of your known people are being labeled as missing and you're just going to go ahead and kill. Yeah. Or they'll get back in my good graces and turn up from going on a secret mission or something. 
delicious. I mean, it's been kind of obvious from Abishai's behavior. He's here for plot points and fun. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it, it is delicious. Uh cool. Um uh I guess then if there is nothing else for Abishai, Missy can begin to leave. Yeah, Missy'll stand up, she'll, you know, do the other little bow. Thank you, Baron Abishai, for this information. I will pass it along to the prince and put in a good word. Thank you, Miss Gray. Mm-hmm. Excellent. In the process of your leaving, I am very curious as to what kind of ideas of things that Missy, I couldn't remember your name for a second, uh, <laughs> is considering asking Baron Abishai for as part of this boon that you have just gathered for yourself. Boon. I got a yeah. boon. Look yeah. at me go. It's a, it's a tiny one because it was just some information. It's just. A tiny but it's yours. It's all yours. I, this actually is my first bone ever in the game. I mean, most people treat you like shit, so that's not surprising. Right. <laughs> wait. Uh. Wait. I think she's thinking, um, is this a trivial boon, a minor, a major, or a life? Well. Trivial? <laughs> it- Minor. It is trivial to minor, somewhere in that area. I'll take minor. Okay. I mean, right. of course you would. Why would? Why between the option <laughs> of small thing and big thing would you take small thing? Exactly. You gave me the choice, so I took the choice. Um, I think as uh, Missy's uh, I think Missy's considering that you know the whole Jimmy thing and the ghoul thing. Like she needs as many defensive things that she could put into place if he ever made a move against her. So to have another Baron owe her is good because she's just going to use that to either make Jimmy look bad or thwart his plan. Great. So it's for PvP. I love it. It's for PvP. Totally. Can you roll me your premonition roll? Right, right. Mm-hmm. It should be resolve plus aspects. Boop, boop. Oh, shit. What? That is a messy critical within your uh, premonition. Yeah, I know. It's, this it's, could be fun. Oh, no. It's, it's going to be something. <laughs> uh, so I, I will give you, the player, the the option here, because with it being a messy critical, I feel like something else would, would be coming up. Um, would you be more interested in, as the player, stuff with the prince or stuff with Rosemary? Uh, prince. Okay. As you are walking out of the meeting place, I won't be so naive as to call this Abishai's inner sanctum. His true inner sanctum is, I'm sure, somewhere else. Amanda is walking you. Amanda being... Abishai's assistant, somebody that you might be slightly more familiar with because she is also a Malkavian. Um, I will. This is like the first major time she's appeared on camera, so she's uh, she looks in her mid twenties. She has purple hair with a white streak, bright green eyes, and dresses fairly conservatively. Um, she usually 
she's very similar to you in Malkavianness, and that she also can get some voices. Something you two probably I don't know. Would you have talked with other Malkavians about your her particular hang up, or would that be something you keep to yourself? I would keep that to myself. Okay, but everybody knows that everybody's got something going on. Yeah. Um. And she is just making small pleasantries on the way out of here. And at that last door, she gives you a smile and pushes it open for you to step outside. And as you step forward, you find yourself in a bright room that, as you blink and look around, it turns out that it is not a bright room. It is, in fact, a field of flowers spread out amongst you. And in front of you, there is a small hill. You're looking behind yourself. Mm-hmm. There is nothing but more field of flowers. Okay. And the sound of some people lightly humming or singing coming from the hill. Oh. Sure. As you crest over the hill, you can see that there is a small group of people up here that are singing and making pleasant little conversation. And they are kind of humming to themselves. As you look around, you recognize some of them. One of them is the prince. She is kneeled down and she has some kind of gardening tool in her hand and is digging at a hole. Looking around, you can see a woman that you think for a moment is Carol Jackson. But looking at her again, she's not. She's got a similar build. And then through some of her ornamentation, you recognize this as Madame Fina. But it's not physically the Madame Fina that you know. It's a much more biologically female or feminine version as Madame Fina is trans. But looks as though Madame Fina would have looked if they were born. You also see uh you also see Amanda there, although not in the look that she just had. Her hair is much more plain. It's not colored. She's wearing a old nurse's outfit, like old World War II nurse's outfit. And the three of them are there, and they're just kind of, you know, doing their thing. Upon noticing you, Madame Fina will look up and wave and beckon you to come over. Walk over. She stands up and comes over to you. Like, come on, come on. We're, we're planting a garden. Why are you planting a garden? Well, it's, it's symbolic, really. And she pulls you over and goes to put a spade or a little, like, uh, one of those small shovels that you use while gardening. It's very shiny and reflective. She puts it in your hand. When you look at it, what do you see that is different from what you are that would represent, say, a more idealized form of Missy? something maybe she's older taller what would her idealized form look like in this reflection probably looking much older than she is um no 
not the eyeliner, but like normal makeup. Like she looks like a normal adult woman, not goth, not emo. Like she looks like a normal person in her mind, a normal. Very specifically an adult. An adult. And her eyes probably look a lot happier. Like she maybe hasn't seen all the darkness that she has seen in her life. Like maybe this version didn't have that horrible childhood, didn't have those horrible things happen, and therefore looks a little happier than how she looks normal. Well, you look into this reflection, and you can see there is a little darkness in there that maybe this version of Missy still had some of that tragedy, but she physically looks like she is an adult. And she pulls you over to where they are digging a hole. And in this hole, there is a body. And it is very clearly an older man. Uh, has Missy ever seen the previous prince? Doubtful. Okay. Through descriptions, history, and word of mouth, you can get the idea that this older man, this very serious man, uh, lots of straight lines in his face, very square in frame as though he is a person that is, one might think has had a life full of stress and hardship, but in reality it's due to uh, meanness and ruling with an iron fist. Um, somehow you know that this is the ex-prince, the previous prince, Prince Cartwright, and more shapes begin to encroach upon your vision of other people that uh, all have a, a feminine cast to them, but are coming in to help bury and plant a garden on top of the body of the previous prince. And they beckon for you to help them. Um, I'm not getting like a weird, like in danger feeling, so I probably no. will roll with it and start helping. Like, what are they planting garden wise? Like, like plants, trees, flowers, vegetables. It is a large, like not flat because you're on top of a hill, but a large, even field of flowers that as you look around, you recognize them from that painting way back when, when you broke into that uh, storage facility and got that journal from behind that painting. Same kind of flower. Do I know what kind of flower that is? I do not know if it was ever looked up. I do not recall, but it is an mm -hmm. actual type of flower that I know what flower it is. All right. When you keep a description. So I can, I, I can send you a picture. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she'll look at the uh, Madame Fina and she'll ask, why do we need to plant the garden here? Sorry, let me find this, hmm? uh, this picture first. I'm sorry, you asked her why she needed to plant it here. Why do we need to plant it here? Oh, we don't. We can plant them wherever we go. Another set of hands joins you. It comes down next to you. Somebody, one of these shadowy shapes, 
takes on more definition and you recognize it as Emma, the tailor that is the supposed Diablerist from another city, comes down and pats the ground next to her and tries to get you involved. You can't see me shrugging, but I'm shrugging. That is... That's all I has... see. Yeah. All right, so she's going to continue to help. She's going to play this one out. We'll see what happens. As you continue to help for a little bit, we get into a situation where you had a messy critical and a but and four hits. So if there are clarifying questions you would like to ask from a Missy's understanding perspective, now is the time to ask those questions. The only time I've ever seen this flowers in that painting. Does so Missy to... have a horticultural expertise that we are no. aware of? No, no, no. That no, I'm just saying the only time I've seen that flower is in the painting in the storage and now I've never I don't know what it is. So I'm just I had making to find sure out. that yeah. if like, I don't know if Missy had an interest in botany or anything like that. No. Yeah, then no. probably would not know what mm -hmm. this flower is without doing some work. Yeah, she's going to do some work. Um, you said daylight. Is it daylight? No, it very much looks like how you remembered the sun. There was a nice breeze. It smelled so fresh and of flowers. Yeah, we're in a field during the day with flowers gardening with other known kindreds okay planting a garden which i assume means re or rebirth but why no i'm not going to ask any clarifying questions she'll mull over this when she's out of it uh that moment where you join in and really start to to help them garden and bury this uh this man this vampire this previous prince um the last shot you see is of a little like the first real plant when you finish making the flower bed being planted over where his heart would be is one of these flowers and it blooms in a beautiful display of color and you are aware that your phone is buzzing and as you look at it, it is a number that Keith would be calling you from. Does that bring me out of it? Well, when you come out of it, you realize yeah. that you're okay. being called that by the Keith. Phone. Yeah. Oh, I'll answer the phone. Keith is just letting you know that he is almost back, that he dropped off uh, his passenger where he was supposed to, mm -hmm. and that they are not currently alone. They are with some of the residents that live there. And he's coming to pick me up? He's coming to pick you up. As I sit here. Uh, it is the 10th of December 2022. Finally getting around to Missy's little thing that missy was getting up to and i did that too early because i think i just heard the second one come in yeah the second one just came in god damn it <laughs> uh it All is the right. 10th of december 2022 this is missy's solo bullshit wow you couldn't do it with the same vigor as the first time look i'm laying in the bed so <laughs> okay you know i'm i'm pretty spent <laughs>
All right, Cat, you can't be on my lap on the keyboard at the same time I'm trying to play a game. The cat thinks otherwise. And the cat thinks... does. The cat will lose. I mean, they'll get revenge. <laughs> All right, set aside. Yeah, she probably went through, uh, I can't even remember the top of the name of it, off the top of my head, the name of his assistant, but he typically does his meetings in the basement of the uh, local internet service provider down in a room full of servers. Am I working? You're working. Uh, I'm just deciding on whether or not I should give you a little more, you know, ask for a little more jazz. Um. Because she's just going to use that to either make Jimmy look bad or thwart his plan. Great. So it's for PvP. I love it. It's for PvP. Totally. Yeah. You guys are the worst best coterie ever. And I love it. I mean, you talk about being a lazy GM. They give you plenty to work with. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's half the reason that this stuff has worked out so well is because it's just like, you know, other people have done shit and now uh, I don't have to do anything. Okay, um, I'm over here and DM's trying to get Cyclotron to do something else. <laughs> trying to influence him in DM's. I mean, that's fine. Like, <laughs> to make more shenanigans happen. <laughs> there's, uh, the nice thing about Boons is they don't really have a, a thing actually associated with them until they're called in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, in that case, I just have a small thing as you are beginning to leave. And for your own sense of paranoia, it is a not season two foreshadowing thing. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.